Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Mike Spring. We're always on the lookout for success stories. We love hearing back from our students who have gone out and uh, and made their way down that great path to a successful voice acting career. And lo and behold, we have another one this week. That's right. Just recently, we got a really nice email from a lady named Sheila Caldwell, a former student of ours down in South Carolina. And she was letting us know that not only is she working in the voice acting field, but she was recently part of two commercial spots, I believe they were public service announcements, Mm -hmm. uh, that won awards from the South Carolina Broadcasters Association. And she has been um, on that same path that that I took over the years, started out in radio and then went into voice acting. And so we had some a lot of questions as to why did you wind up on our doorstep when you've had all this broadcast experience? So I think you'll enjoy what you hear here. Um, Hear, hear? Yes. Hear, hear? Hear, hear. With Sheila Caldwell. Well, Sheila, thanks for your time today. Great catching up with you again. Tell us a little bit about your background before uh, before you got into voice acting. I actually got my start at age seventeen. I go way back, but uh, but anyway, no, my my uh, background prior to that, I guess uh, back when I was about six or seven years old, I sang on the radio with my mom Ah. for a weekly show, and so I got the radio bug very very young. Yeah. And uh, when I got my break at 17, up until that point, though, I was involved in a lot of little theater. And for whatever reason, growing up in southeast Alabama, I never really developed that southern drawl. And uh, having a very different accent kind of stood out and uh, had always dreamed of growing up, you know, to be on radio and TV. And uh, a local uh, program director at a radio station heard me just casually speaking to someone and uh, asked, did you ever think about being on the radio? You've got a great voice. And I said, every day since I was six years old, why? <laughs> and, of course, the rest is history, and I've been doing uh, voiceover work um, ever since. So that's been a long time ago, let's say 30 years. Wow, yeah. Out of that. That sounds fine. Um, now, tell me then, why did you think, after all that time working in, in radio, which is uh, a lot of folks you know, kind of think that's synonymous with voice acting, why did you think that you needed to get into some training before you turned your completely over to, to voice acting? Well, pretty much because I had been in radio for so long. Okay. Uh, there, there's a difference, you know, between the two worlds. And I, I had done voiceover work in radio and television, internet projects. I had done industrial videos, documentaries. So I had done different things over the years. But as, as you well know, because uh, Voice Coaches does a wonderful job of, of training people who, there, there's a different delivery in radio and television than when you're doing some of the other ads that are out there that people hear or other projects mm-hmm. because it's a different kind of delivery. Voice acting is not necessarily voiceover. Right. And uh, it really helps focus you in a different way. And I think it's more, it's more about communication one-on-one than communication en masse. So it, it, it breaks some of the old habits that you've developed for years. And, uh, it, and even though it, it is a little different between the two worlds, I still use the voice acting that I learned and, you know, have tried to advance that training in the radio world again because I think that it's, it's more effective that people listen to it more. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. That's my background as well. And I, I, had, I too have done the same thing, kind of incorporated what I've learned in voice acting over onto the radio side. I think it's made me a more effective communicator. Now, let me ask you, so what changed after you had your uh, training with us where you now um, felt that, that you could open some, you know, find some open doors in some different direction from what you'd been doing prior to uh, the training? Very 
much so. One of the things I've always wanted to do, I've, I've always done some freelance voiceover work, but I wanted to do more projects. One of the things that I'm working on now is I really, I like doing, short form is, is a lot of fun, and it's the easy part of the, the world, but, you know, wanting to do more long form, wanting to do more documentary type things. I love historical documentaries, you know, audio books. I love doing things for children. So working toward those goals and understanding that in order to get there, you've got to stretch yourself a little bit more. And um, doing 30-second ad for radio is, is not that difficult because when you've done it for so many years, you're just kind of, it's like riding a bicycle. You, you know exactly where everything goes. But when you start getting into more of the long-form work, you realize that you need a little bit more polish and, and extra direction. Because what I hear in my head may not be what a director or producer is hearing in their head. Mm -hmm. So learning to take that extra direction and taking that experience being an actress into a voiceover booth. And I think it really enhances because now even when I go in to record something 30 seconds, say for a television ad, I'm hearing those sessions that I've had in voice acting and it, and it really makes you stop and think more about what you're doing before you just open the mic and do it because it's just second nature to you. Excellent. Good for you. Well, you came to our attention again because we're very happy to say you won some awards recently. So tell us about how that came about. I did. Um, every year the South Carolina Broadcasters Association gives out what's called their star awards and those are the awards where they're recognizing exceptional uh, product uh, within their member groups here in uh, the state of South Carolina. And uh, as you may know, one of the things that I do, my, my day job as I'm building my voiceover business, uh, I host a morning radio program on News Talk Radio. But recently we had done a couple of campaigns, one of which was for uh, a festival that's held every year in this area called Christmasville. It had already won a statewide tourism award. Uh, for radio advertising, and uh, it won again at the South Carolina Broadcasters Association Star Award. So it won first place uh, for promoting, you know, for public service announcement. And uh, so I was really happy about that because it, it, it was a fun project to do. Uh, and then the other was actually for a campaign that um, I was part of where we're working with the AAA uh, of, Car of South Carolina, of the Carolinas, of both North and South Carolina, to try to encourage people not to text and drive. And mm. this was a statewide campaign that um, we did with that organization to air all over the state, and it's still airing now, that I felt like was very important, you know, again, as far as public service. And that also won first place in its, its division. So if something had to win that I did, I'm glad it was those two projects. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations. That's terrific. So so now you're an award-winning voice actress. What are you going to do from here? Well, I'm still working really hard at expanding my voiceover business. I have a home studio, and uh, I do, like I said, the freelance work. Um, most of my time is spent working on that. So what my ambitions are is to find those, um, you know, the long-form projects. I, I really would like to do more of that kind of work because 
I, I enjoy those type of projects. I think I think there's a different challenge to those, and they mm-hmm. would stretch you more. Yeah. So just looking forward to growing in, in the voice acting business. Terrific. Well, congratulations again. We're thrilled for your success and uh, thrilled that we had a part in it, that you were able to uh, you know pick something up after all the experience you'd had. I guess it's uh, that we've we've never learned everything there is out there. We're always learning something new, and you're you know proof of that, obviously. Well, definitely. Uh, you know, you you take someone who has been doing this for a couple of decades, and you go, really, you're going to go through voice acting? What what is that all about? I got questions from from a lot of peers in the industry. And, and I said, well, believe it or not, it, it is a changing environment out there. And like everything else, you've got to change with it. And wanted to definitely be, have that polish. You have somebody else polish you so that you're available and ready for those, for those next opportunities. But Voice Coaches was wonderful to work with and very pleased that we went through that program and absolutely had a ball at my time there at your studios in New York when I put my voice demos together. That was a very enriching experience working with all of you there. Well, Warren, another fantastic interview. Our thanks to Sheila Caldwell, who was great to speak to. And, um, you know, I think it's interesting, Warren. She has a great perspective on, you know, being somebody who's worked in a very related field for a long time in radio, but recognizing the differences between radio and voice acting and, and just how much, you know, changes between the two fields. So Absolutely. And we talk about this actually on and off throughout our, our weekly podcasts about you never stop learning. I mean, you're learning on the job, and sometimes you have to actually go back to school to get on the, you know, path, if you'll allow me to use that again, the path that you want to be on. And clearly it's working out very well for Sheila. And again, Sheila, congratulations on your awards. Now, lots of folks this time of year especially think about going back to school and learning something new. And that's what Voice Coaches Getting Paid to Talk class is all about. It's a great introduction to what voice acting is and isn't today. You'll find us at universities, colleges, and schools all around the country with our evening adult education class, perhaps near you very soon. That's right. The week of October 3rd, we'll be in Houston and Austin, Texas, Rockville and Baltimore, Maryland, Albany, New York, and Merrillville and New Albany, Indiana. No relation. Absolutely. Also in Valdosta, Columbus, and Macon, Georgia. No relation. Uh, Washington, D.C., White River Junction, and Bennington, Vermont, and Douglas, Arizona. Now, if you'd like to know exactly when and where we're going to be near you this fall, a phone call is all it takes. 866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com which is where we also like getting your comments, questions, topic suggestions for the podcast, and of course, your success stories as well. Because remember, it takes a village. It, it does. It takes a lot of people to put this together. It's not just Mike and me. It's it's everybody involved. That's right. We'll, we'll have a list someday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Extended credits. There, there you go. Join us next week. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. I'll jump in like I normally okay. do and, and say, you know, okay. um, something uh, complimentary to you both, which will be easier for her than you. <laughs> it's too bad this week's episode isn't about headphones. <laughs> we could have had half of it done already. There you go. We could call it ruminations on headphones <laughs> or talking about cans. <laughs> can talk. Can talk. There you go. That's like car talk. Yeah, exactly. Hey, welcome to Can Talk with Mike and Warren. <laughs> Everything you ever wanted to know well, about, about headphones. Cans. No, about, about cans. Cans. So this week, we're talking about headphones, which are also called cans. Next week, we're going to talk about canned vegetables. There you and, go. Uh, yeah, right. And then after that, we'll have our Andy Warhol retrospective. Yeah. <laughs> it took you a second on that yeah, one, right? I was, well, I was trying to think of what to take it that direction, and that's a very, very uh, smartly done. Thank very you. Well, Thank yeah. you, sir.
And I'm Mike Spring. And I think we're I, I think we're peeking out a little bit, Mike. We're, oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean when I when I said Warren Garling, I, I, I was I like heard. I was like what what are you talking about Warren? That's an interesting intro. I don't know what to say to you. You got to clue me in if you want me to. Uh, no, I, I you see what's happening there. I think both of us have to come down ever so slightly. Boy, I was I was so confused. <laughs> like that was my opening. <laughs> I I really thought that's what you were you were like. I think we're peaking. I'm like all right. I know we were joking around before we started, but I I didn't think we'd already peaked. Like I mean, I you know we we're, we'll be fine. Relax. I was so confused. Uh, I'm sorry. And I'm Mike Spring. We are always in search of success stories. Uh, is it of or is it for Mike? Um, <laughs> always in, in search of. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. I get. Yeah. Well, we got to start it over again because now we sound stupid. <laughs> a little, a little bit. Was, oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> we're on the uh, we're on the seven minute mark of recording. We haven't gotten one usable take yet. <laughs> All right. Here we go. But our blooper reel will be fantastic uh, this it'll week. It'll be longer than the program will be. <laughs> it probably will. <laughs> it, it might just at that. Because, you know, it takes a village. It does, to put this podcast together. There you go. It, it does. I, I like that better than the original, uh, the original saying. You know? <laughs> there you go. So, uh, so say, wait, which one of us is the idiot then exactly? <laughs> oh, that's right. There has to be a village idiot, right? right. I think there's a, an election Oh, wait, on. it takes a village to raise a... I was thinking it takes a village to raise an idiot. That's not... No, that's not how that's it goes. That's not how it no, goes. No. <laughs> what the hell kind of saying would that be? It takes a village to raise an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That would be like the the worst saying on the planet. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh man.